Hello, folks. This is your host, Tammy Tucky, and you are now listening to the Tierra Talk Show. We bring you rare interviews with the makers of Disney magic. Whether they be singers, actors, imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. Are you looking to plan and book an upcoming Disney vacation? Contact the Tierra Talk Show's official travel agent, James from Destinations in Florida, by visiting destinationsinflorida.com backslash TR. For a free quote, the link is also included in the show notes on our website. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk Show is not associated with the Disney Company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. And from all of us here at the Tierra Talk Show, have a hoop de doo day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk Show guest, Associate Director of Paper Mill Playhouse's production of The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Jeremy Scott Lapp. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Thanks, Tammy. It's so good to talk to you. It's wonderful to talk to you, too. And I thought we'd first start up talking about your, your beginnings in the theater industry. Can you give us a little bit of a background of what other productions you've worked on in the past? Sure thing. Yeah, I actually began as a performer when I was about five years old. I grew up in San Diego, California and um, worked with a company called CYT, and did shows all the way up until I was about 18 years old, and then kind of made my way into the directing side of things, and um, have been working professionally for about seven years now, um, doing a lot of regional work and stuff. I got my start out of La Jolla Playhouse, where um, Hunchback actually started about seven years ago, and my first show out there was Xanadu, um, and then I eventually did Bonnie and Clyde and Chaplin and a number of other shows that have since brought me up to New York and beyond um, to be working kind of all over the United States in the professional world with theater. I got a chance to see Xanadu and it made its way to Broadway and I was so excited to see it because I love the film and I, I just loved how it was a parody of the film but still a loving parody of it. So I, I really enjoyed see, watching that. <laughs> It, it, it was so, we had such a big, a fun time with that show. I mean, I got to work on it with Christopher Ashley, who directed the Broadway run, and he's the uh, artistic director out of La Jolla. Having the show work on with him was just such a joy, and it was really a labor of love and a beautiful piece. And so now you're working on The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which is one of Disney's films. I feel like it's one of the black sheep of their films sometimes, uh, because it does <laughs> deal with a couple of different topics, a couple of different subjects that are very controversial, but it, it calls back right to Victor Hugo original novel called The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I remember I got to speak with Stephen Schwartz about three years ago and one of my questions was when are we going to see Hunchback come to the stage because it would be wonderful to see it make its way around and make its way to Broadway. So when this production is announced, uh, how do you become attached to this production? Are you are, are you selected? Yeah, I mean I've been, I've been wanting to work with Disney for years now. I grew up as a huge Disney fan and um, living in Southern California, you know, I had a year Pass to, to Disneyland resorts all the time, and I would go and see all the movies. And so I grew up as a huge fan of the of the company, and always have dreamed of working on a Disney project. Um, in high school, I actually did a production of Hunchback of Notre Dame where I was Quasimodo. It wasn't the Disney version, but it was just some other you know random version. And I <laughs> loved the story so much. And so I think by luck, I started working with um, this director named Scott Schwartz about 
four years ago, um, I kind of we kind of did, did a cold call, and I ended up being um, something someone he wanted to work with, and so we joined forces about four years ago. And at the time, um, there wasn't any talk about Hunchback, and so it's kind of cool how things have kind of come full circle, and now here we are today, you know, working on the second incarnation of the U.S. premiere of Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame. And it's so fascinating because what we talked during the intermission, because I got to see the show maybe not last week, but the week before that, and I kind of brought up the subject about the gargoyles because I was told that they they have a different spin to it. I didn't want to read anything into it because I wanted to go there with a fresh, clean slate. Now, I don't really want to get into spoilers because I know some people cannot see yeah. Yeah. the Paper Mill Playhouse production. So I'm just going to be uh, kind of discreet with asking, when you're deciding differences between the original film, which is also based off the book, and it, it does take many differences away from the book, when you're basing it off the film musical-wise, how did you guys decide what to remove and what to take out? Yeah, you know, it's, it's something interesting. Whenever you do a um, incarnation of a stage adaption, you know, taking either from a movie or a book, you always want to put your own spin. You always want to make it something special for the stage and not just a direct transfer. Because a lot of the times that just doesn't work. You can't take a movie and, you know, the way that they cut back and forth and go to different locations, it's simply not possible on stage. So it's always great when you get a wonderful writer like we have with Peter Parnell, who's able to come up with ideas and um, kind of put in his own touches of basically Victor Hugo back into the Disney story and, and see what comes of it because it's, it's, um, it's, it's its own life. It, it has its own life and it's beautiful because it's not, it's not exactly what you see in the movie and it's not exactly what you read on the book, but it's a special hybrid of it. And that's what makes the show so fantastic, I think, is because you get this wonderful sweeping score by these Broadway geniuses, Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz, and then you get this epic novel of love and defiance and tragedy from Victor Hugo. And you kind of mash the two together and it, and it's beautiful to see what you get out of that. I just think it's one of those no-brainers to bring to Broadway and really change it up a bit because um, there's racism dealt with, sexual harassment, many different topics that are very controversial. Exactly, and I think that's what's what's been so great about this collaboration with uh, the Walt Disney Company and their theatrical department is that they have um, embraced that side of this story and has told us to go and reach into those dark places that are, aren't always so comfortable. But this is, you know, a big, really kind of depressing story when you get down to it, but also one that has a wonderful message. And Disney has been such a great partner in allowing us to like kind of go into the darker places that Victor Hugo, I think, meant to with this story. And um, we've had a great collaboration with them back and forth as to, you know, maybe we should lighten this up a little bit. Maybe let's take this a little bit darker and finding that nice balance between um, the two. It's great every night because I'm still at the show quite often now that we're open. Um, and we're not really changing things at this point, but we're we're keeping an eye on what, you know, if any things that, that might not be reading clearly or things that we think if we had another chance to put this up that we could make better. Uh, and just to see the gauge of the, audience, the audience's reaction throughout the show. And their reaction has told us so much already, you know, from La Jolla to now Paper Mill, that it's been um, a real joy to kind of collaborate with them and see what the audience is asking from the piece. And so I think, you know, we'll always keep working on this. And as far as, as long as we get the, the opportunity to, we'll continue to refine it to make it the best it can possibly be. But, you know, as far as right now with Paper Mill, we're completely happy with this production um, and the way that it's turned out. And so uh, we hope that, 
you and all of your listeners will come and see it. Are you excited to see if it's going to actually make its way to Broadway or have a national tour because of the fantastic response, feedback that's been given by the audience? Of course. I mean, we're, we're so excited to see what's going to happen with it. I mean, as far as we know right now, nothing is, is planned for after Paper Mill, but anything is possible. And we know that um, with Disney, that they're huge supporters of the show, and we'll see what they want to do ultimately with it. We would love to, to take it to Broadway if that's the future of it, or if it means going over to London or doing a national tour. Uh, we're just happy to present the piece because it is such a powerful message and the show is such a great show. I wholeheartedly agree. And again, listeners, you can check out on Paper Mill Playhouse's website. The last show is on April 5th, but hopefully we might see more of the show either in a national tour or Broadway tour. But I have three more questions. There are Disney-themed questions I always ask each of my guests that come on the show. I call them my Fab Three questions. So we'll start... <laughs> <laughs> I know. We'll start, with, we'll start with the Donald one. So as a child, what Disney film would you always like to watch over and over again? I had two, and I guess one of them is kind of obvious. One of them was Hunchback of Notre Dame. I just loved the score. I loved the story, the message of redemption and hope and the outcast I immediately connected to. And the other is uh, Beauty and the Beast. That's another one of my favorites. Those two rank among the highest of all the Disney films for me. And our goofy question, what Disney character do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person? Oh my gosh, best friend. Who would it be? That's a good question. You, you stumped me here. You know what? I'd have fun with Tarzan. Tarzan and I would be really good friends. It's all about <laughs> adventure and kind of like going out on a limb. And I feel, yeah. like, I feel like swinging around the trees and just having that carefree life would be a lot of fun. Phil Collins music <laughs> just following you around everywhere? Yes. Yeah, I'd be okay, I'd be okay with that. and our mickey question if i asked you to name any disney song at this very moment what immediately comes to mind part of your world such a beautiful song and uh that longing of hope to you know find your place in the world is just a beautiful song and kind of fits in with hunchback and what quasimodo is looking for in his life and it's uh it kind of comes full circle there Thank you so much for coming on the show, Jeremy. I, I'd love for people to follow you as you're going on this journey as an associate director with this project at Paper Mill, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which all listeners should check out at papermill.org. But if you'd like to plug the Twitter handle and website. Yeah, absolutely. My Twitter handle is jscottlapp, L-A-P-P dot com. Um, that's my, also my website, jeremyscottlapp.com. Um, you can check me out there and see all the products that I'm working on, including Notre Dame, and as well uh, on Twitter and kind of follow the life of the show as we move forward. And if you do see Paper Mill Playhouse's production of The Hunchback of Notre Dame, let Jeremy know what you think of it. Let me know. Let us know at the Tierra Talk Show Twitter handle at Tierra Talk Show and Jeremy's as well. We'd love to hear from you because we, of course, Jeremy's seen it more than I have. I've seen it once, but we both, uh, <laughs> we, we both have a, a strong enthusiasm for the show, and we'd love to hear what you guys have to say about the production and get definitely supported uh, in going on a national tour and Broadway tour. Keep tweeting Disney. Let them know because <laughs> this is what yes, we've been waiting for. <laughs> well, thanks again Absolutely. for coming on the show, Jeremy. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much, Tammy. It's great talking to you today. It's nice. Two of us sitting. The two of us sitting. The two of you sitting.
You fight almost as well as a man. Funny. I was going to say the same thing about you.